hello, hello, all you cool rad cats. I'm gonna try that out just to see how I feel. Or if I find something better, we'll, we'll, we'll ride with that. But for right now, I'm digging with that. Digging with it. Hello, and welcome to a very, very new podcast called H202. It is an acronym, and it is also known as hydrogen peroxide, but the acronym is spelled hard to oblivious. Two. Now, with that said, before we get into the nitty gritty of what's going to happen in this podcast, I would like to just speak upon who I am and why I started this podcast and what you're going to hear on this podcast. And you're going to feel some feelings and you're going to think some things, and that's okay because we all have that right to do so. But um, without further ado, let me first introduce myself. I am Ivy. Obviously, with with that said, <clears throat> excuse me, just got sidetracked for a minute there. Um, with that said, it is an alias. I am not giving you out my real name. I don't know any of you, those of you that are listening, and I have no real desire to give you my information. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> Uh, another point I would bring up, I am also giving out an alias because I am going to disclaim a lot that I have been drinking or that I am super, super stoned. And it just makes life a little bit easier if I just say that freely, knowing that there's no real consequences to my actions saying those things, <laughs> um, let alone in the privacy of my home. So with that said, hello, hi, my name is Ivy. And you will refer to me as such. Great. Moving on to the title, H2O2. Now, H2O2 is an acronym for the podcast. It stands for Horror to Oblivious 2. Now, why such a weird title? What's the point? What's the meaning behind it? What's going on? I will answer those questions. And hopefully we'll clarify. First and foremost, H2O2, for those of you who are my science majors, my science nerds, my geeks, it is hydrogen peroxide. Now, why hydrogen peroxide? Well, first things first, my boyfriend, my little teddy bear, Beard Dad, he'll be on here sometimes. Not tonight, though. Uh, Beard Dad, also an alias, not giving your real name, has told me recently that he likes the smell of hydrogen peroxide now most of you are thinking what the fuck hydrogen peroxide smells like feet and i agree but hydrogen peroxide is a very special what's the word i'm looking for solution thank you thank you brain um (laughs) it's a very specific solution that helps with cuts and bruises without actually burning or irritating the, the skin cleans it out makes those little bubbly noises without damaging or irritating the skin and that is essentially what this podcast is we are in trying times right now we are in an era of change an era of movements of pushing boundaries we are gonna hear a lot of hate a lot of gunk a lot of untrue things, rumors, whatever you can think of, it's there. So we are going to be the hydrogen peroxide to all that. Now, does that necessarily mean I'm going to have expertise and apt 
opinions, no. That means that I'm going to share my perspective in a respectful manner. As God had intended. (laughs) And be the hydrogen peroxide from all that gunk. Because the reality is never going to change. That scrape that you're going to get is never going to change. What is going to change is whether or not that hydrogen peroxide cleans it. So that's that's the gist of why it's called H2O2. Horror to the oblivious. We are bringing that horror, that screeching reality to your oblivious life. Of course, you are obligated to leave if you want. You have no real obligation here. It is a free country. Just as well, it is a free country for me and I will stay. <laughs> um, with that said... This is Horror to the Oblivious, and welcome to it, where your mind will be fucked. That's not really true. We're not really going to fuck your mind, but we will get your mind thinking. Now, <clears throat> oh, blah, blah, blah. got, the, got the, the little buggies, the little buggies, it's okay. Um, now, with that being said, Horror to the Oblivious 2, why the number 2? Well, this is part 2. Because there have been a lot of... There have been a number of historical situations where we've already been in our deepest... Where humanity itself has been its deepest, most horrific nightmares and they've become a reality. World War II is a perfect example of that. The Cold War is a good example of that as well. Now, technically, it wasn't a war. But people were scared shitless. And they were building bunkers. Because, you know, of World War II. So, you know horror to the oblivious this is our horror that we're living in to the oblivious where they're scared and this is part two of it we're living that part two uh where 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 will a podcast like this go podcasts like this will go to uncomfortable places i myself ivy have a rather weird obsession with serial killers cult leaders uh anybody that has psychopathic tendencies i know myself i have i, I have unofficially diagnosed myself with sociopathic tendencies sociopathic tendencies excuse me i've been drinking already and it resonates with me a little bit makes me think a little bit and i do have a fascination for psychology i actually went to college before i dropped out um for psychology and english so hopefully I can reach out to some of you scholars out there and get some of the answers to my questions. Maybe have a debate. Speak on these things. Hear others' perspectives. Hear opposing opinions. This entire podcast is surrounded on that, based on a foundation of respect. The The utmost I prioritize on this podcast is respect. I will disclaim now... I am a spiritual person. I am a religious person in the worldly view I am. I do believe that there is a higher power out there. And I also do believe in the respect of others. I have wanted to do something like this for a very long time. And I think that now is now that something as crazy as a pandemic that has gone around, those of you that don't know, which is very shocking if you don't, the COVID-19 virus is more than enough of a good enough time to start. Why do I feel this way? Because everything happens for a reason. And what is the reasoning behind this? And how can we fix it? And where has it started from? Because you see, the issue isn't the virus. 
The issue is where it came from and why it came about. Which brings me into my next topic. For the obvious, the pandemic that has been going around, COVID-19, most of you know it as the coronavirus. Corona knows it very well, the beer, because they've been losing so much fucking money. <laughs> Which is, is damning to me because it's interesting how people associate words like that so quickly. Uh, but with that being said, my questions for today on this particular situation is where did it come from who is responsible and how will this be handled now these questions i feel are very important there's a lot of things that the cdd cdd cdc has not disclaimed to the public there's a lot that the who has not excuse me that the who has not disclaimed to the public there's a lot of hearsay going around, a lot of news being taken about, a lot of deaths happening. And if I'm being completely candid, I do not see a fear at this given point in time. Yes, there are many cases, but there have only been so many deaths to make me see, to not make me see a real panic. Regular life has been going on whether these people have died or not. And that's just the truth. People die every day. Does it suck? Yes, it does. But this is what it is now. My questions, though. Let's go, let's go back to them before I get on a little ramble. How did this come about? Well, a lot of speculation, a lot of unconfirmed information, at least to my understanding, is that it came from China in Wang Hong. If that's how you pronounce it, correct me if I'm wrong. Um... It came from there. Now the story, again, to my understanding, has been a little muddy, a little, a little questionable, if you will. First off, China is claiming that it came from a man, a researcher, that was infected by an animal. And that same person tried to warn people. Now they're saying that it came from wet markets. Now those of you who aren't familiar with wet markets... I wasn't familiar with them up until two days ago. Wet markets are markets that are ran by the Chinese with livestock, exotic livestock, imported, exported exotic animals taken for high bids and eaten raw. Now, the Chinese culture has always been known for their very eccentric food cuisine, as well as their unorthodox ideals. Um, even some of India, well, actually all of India, I should say, has been known for its caste system in a hierarchy. So there have been a lot of interesting Western ideas that have come about from that region. <clears throat> but a lot of people are speculating, as well as our government is speculating, to, again, to my understanding, that it happened in China and we don't know what the true story is. China has even gone far enough to blame the United States for this virus. Now think that's a crock of shit um because if that were the case there'd be more people dead and there would be more of a quarantine on our country uh with all of this said excuse me i'm gonna take another gulp of my wine how can we move forward from here 
what are what are the things that can be done from this point on uh the cdc has made it their utmost priority to put the public on a waiting hold a waiting hold yes i'm a little tipsy a waiting period closing down non-essential places including my own job both of them actually i am a grinding young lady and while that's all well and fine the question is how can we fix it now in order to answer that question you need to ask the other question where did it come from because if you don't know what the root of any problem is you will never be able to solve it so how does one go from here one goes from here in my own personal opinion and this is just my own erratic ideas that i one of many will be sharing with you i personally feel that the un should get involved our united nations is been established and been built upon peace treaties formal alliances business allocations business liaisons that's what it's there for we are in a pandemic the entire world has been affected by this why is the un not stepping in why has there been no initiative how come we as nations have not come together to formulate to investigate and to press our fellow chinese so chinese men i feel like that's offensive i'm rewind why have we not pressed the chinese government why have we not gotten answers from them and why are they covering this up these are important questions to ask these important questions have no answers to them do i feel that the usa should initiate with the un to get this investigation full-blown going yes do i feel it should be the lead investigator in it absolutely not and here's why excuse me when you take the initiative on something you are expected to fully lead out the united nations was not built upon a one tyranny a one tyranny a one person tyranny or a one nation tyranny it was built on a democracy to give every country a voice to give every country an ambassador to give every country the chance to say what they feel and think and show what they think is best since this one common enemy this biochemical warfare has happened on us why is it that the un has not come together to voice their opinions and see how and find out a culprit come up with a divine worldly plan or at the very least question are the chinese government these things i feel would be more just if our united nations did so because there's only so many times one nation can take on a plethora a whole legion of other nations we have got to get to the bottom of this we are at a crossroads right now and it is something that i feel that we should take it upon ourselves to ask these questions we should unite as one let this one common enemy only have one opposing unit to face instead of being so divided that's what causes this warfare 
at a loss for us. That's why there are so many casualties. Because we are not coming as one. And we are not pressing those held responsible. Now, all this being said, please note that I am not fully invested in politics. I am in my 20s. I am grinding my butt off. I work two jobs. And both of them are at a screeching halt. And now it's come to the point where my mind has wandered. I have invested enough to notice that there are protocols we should take. There are human protocols that we should take. This is whether or not the Chinese government is fully responsible. This this is a crime against humanity. And whether or not this this law is universal, it should be. Because there is only human beings on this world. We are all human beings. Aside from the animals, of course, but again, I'm drunk. (laughs) We are all human beings. And if we hold Germany to the same standard of a crime against humanity, cruel and unusual punishment, shouldn't we hold our Chinese government that way? Or the Chinese government that way? God, I'm drunk. We as human beings have a God-given right, nay, a God-given duty to hold those responsible to seek answers and to come as one. That is our responsibility. Now, whether or not that's being carried out is beyond me. It's none of my business. But these are the questions that I've been asking myself, and these are questions that I want to ask you. So I urge you today, I challenge you today, think about those questions. If there are holes in my plan, bring them up. Let me know. If there's issues, if there's pragmatic problems, if there's something that you want to add, if there's something that I'm missing, please feel free to let me know. This is a raw idea of how I feel we can combat COVID-19. The only way we can fix a problem is if we get to the root of it. And that's with every given scenario. How is that any different with this? But with that being said, let's move on to something a little bit more on the lighter side and something that I'm actually quite interested in talking about. Being as though I have only talked about COVID-19 for only 19 minutes. Interesting. Before I move on, though, of course, please take the precautionary measures. Wash your hands. Stay away from people. Do the little elbow five. Don't touch anybody. You know. And that's it. Stay with your loved ones. Keep in touch. Write letters. Those of you that believe in a god... Know that God is good. Those of you that don't, know that humanity will one day come as one. Moving on. I'm like almost done with my wine. How disappointing. Let's talk about something that I actually have quite a fascination with. And why I personally feel we should invest in it. Of all times now. This does have a little bit of a connection to what I was speaking on, firstly. <laughs> Nasty. <clears throat> Which is 
marijuana. Now, being a stoner, being someone who fully enjoys marijuana and the recreational purposes, I do see other advantages to it. This personal opinion of mine, please do not take any more heavier than a grain of salt because it's just a fucking opinion. But do I personally think that right now what could be done within our country is a marijuana plant or a marijuana farm? Yes, and here's why. Marijuana has many, many different uses, including hemp seed oil, an alternative for paper, clothing, recreational purposes, medical purposes. It can be used in food. There are th- this one particular plant is so versatile. We can use it to enjoy and to alleviate. Now, <clears throat> let's get into just the economic economical economical is that a word i think it is i'm rock i'm 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 owning it i'm rocking with it the economic standpoint of it we have the entire middle west which is flat land beating with sun and we do nothing with it in my personal opinion i feel as though marijuana can be utilized as a good we export globally (coughs) oh excuse me i'm kind of drunk We can use marijuana as an exporting good, as one of our main exporting goods out to our clo- out to our out-, out to our allies, marketing, giving people jobs. I feel as though that not only from a recreational standpoint is this useful, but from an actual financial standpoint it is. We have a whole chunk of land in the middle of our country that can be utilized for this, that have the perfect conditions for marijuana farmers that can own land and actually gain a profit off of it people that can utilize it for the tools that was necessary and those that just want to buy it for the hell of it i think that should we really hit the fan should shit really hit the fan as bad as it think people are anticipating this is a good opportunity to create jobs instead of cutting back on hours diminishing hours or diminishing jobs, laying people off. This gives people a chance to find the good in such a pandemic like this. With that said, I personally feel that if that was the case, I would invest in a marijuana plant. I see no reason not to. Everybody wants it. There's a supply and demand for it constantly. It never, ever ends. I go to my dealer, Nanya, all the time. And that's not his real name either. All names will be alienized, if that's even a word. I'm owning that too. Uh, there's, there's, there's a purpose for it. There's a reason for it. And no one should be halted for that. We are living in a prohibition era right now. We are living in Prohibition Era Part 2 of it. Only the difference is, instead of it being alcohol and hiding in the crevice of pro- of post-Prohibition houses, we are living in a post- We are living in another pre-Prohibition lifestyle where we're hiding marijuana in nooks and crannies and prescription pill bottles. Now, with that all being said, do I think marijuana is for everyone? Of course not. 
you, I don't smoke cigarettes. I think they're the fucking worst. I think they're disgusting. And why they are illegal is beyond me. But what people are not looking at, especially a lot of older generation, is the health benefits that have the that that are underlying with it now. Is it the most perfect thing in the world? Absolutely not. Everything is not perfect. This world was built on very shaky grounds. But why dispute a God-given thing? I'm going to refer to God a lot because I am a spiritual person. I do believe that there is a God out there. And I will only do it respectfully because of the fact that I know there are people out there that don't believe in God. But I feel that sound-minded people come from all shapes and sizes come in all aspects with that said do i necessarily think i'm a sound mind right now no because i'm a little drunk (laughs) oh that went down the wrong pipe either way if and when marijuana gets legalized which i don't think it will in my next in the next decade or so it is worth investing in there are too many people out of jobs there are too many people that don't have anything to invest their money and there are too many people that are bound by the idea of just keeping their money and working when they can make their money work for them maybe i sound crazy whatever (laughs) um what else can we talk about here uh, I love body modifications. I'm thinking of getting my tongue pierced. Maybe I'm just having a twenty, a, 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 a mid twenties crisis. Who knows? But I plan on doing it. Played Clue. Did that. I really like it. I bought the game on my phone for three ninety nine. Was it worth it? No, because I can't really play with other friends or pass and play, which kind of sucks. But whatever. I'm stuck with it now. Um hopefully this promo goes out this promo this trial run episode of h2o2 will come out people will listen and hear out i know my thoughts on this right on this first specific episode were pretty all over the place and ramble but trust me i i i will get better (laughs) um thank you so much for tuning into h2o2 Ah, this was Ivy, clocking out on the very first episode. Peace.